Constellation. 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 Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA, plus, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Nike Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike, and we're back at it again. I'm so, so, so happy to be in this intuitive space with you. I just wanted to announce that we just hit 5,500 podcast um, downloads. So that's amazing. I'm always in awe every time I hit that mile, a milestone and um, the podcast streaming service that I use sends me an email. I'm like, wow, I literally could not have been done without all y'all who are listening. So thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I'm so thankful for having this space and already connecting with so many of you and being able to talk about all my favorite spiritual things. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, And that brings me to my next announcement that I'm so excited about. I briefly talked about this last week um, in my spiritual biz episode, but y'all, it is like 99% official. I'm just going to go a whole 100%. I am doing an ancestral healing retreat. Yes, I am. I'm so excited about this. Um, so if you would be interested in going to an ancestral healing retreat, please, please, please sign up for the waiting list, especially because those who are on the waiting list will get an exclusive offer. They'll get a VIP offer. So the link is going to be in the show notes. Um, Please sign up, especially I wanted to offer this exclusive offer that I've been crafting up to the pretty intuitive listeners, the number one homies. And I just know this healing retreat is going to be so transformative. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be I just, all the things, all the things. So if you're interested, again, please sign up for the waiting list. I mentioned a waiting list last time. This waiting list is a little bit different um, because it's like officially, um, like we're doing it. It's done. I already know the place. I already know the itinerary. I know it all. So this waiting list is really, really quick. Um, And if you sign up for it, yes, you'll be on the list to get an exclusive VIP offer that no one else on the waiting list will have access to. 
Um, so ancestral healing, it's diving into all the things we talk about in ancestral healing on this podcast. And if you're on my other social media, when I dive into ancestral connection, understanding wounds, understanding cycles, understanding how we show up with our ancestral gifts, all of that. We're going to be healing with the land. We're going to be healing with each other. We're going to be connecting to our ancestors. We're going to be giving back to the indigenous ancestors of the land that we're occupying. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Um, So again, the waiting list is going to be in the show notes. Just click the link and um, it will also be in my beacons link where I have all my links available. And of course, this all leads into the podcast episode topic for today, Ancestral Healing for Racism and Generational Trauma. I feel like I've definitely tapped into this in ancestral healing. But honestly, when I first got into doing ancestral healing and my ancestors were really pushing me to connect with others in this modality, it was to heal um, racism and racist acts, especially everything that was happening in 2020 and becoming and how a lot of people were now becoming aware of things in our society and a part of um, the paradigm that were unjust and a lot of people's eyes were open. Um, It kind of created a space for this healing to actually be done. And so I feel like at the basis of my ancestor healing, it's really to also heal all the things that are part of this paradigm that are harmful and hurting humanities and humans, especially humans who have been pillaged from, who have been demonized, who have been through it um, historically and continue to be dismissed, disregarded, and disrespected today. Um, And I think honestly, everyone can benefit from this. I don't, when I talk about ancestral healing and healing racism, it isn't only directed to a certain group of people. Oh, let me just be blunt. It's not that it's directly to white people. I think there's such a complexity when it comes to racism and to prejudice even. Um, and so oftentimes we feel like we have to direct the energy to one particular group. Um, but when I'm talking about ancestral healing and racism, I mean, everyone can benefit it, to it uh, from it. <laughs> Um, because a lot of people have internalized racism. A lot of people don't understand what racism is and versus prejudice. A lot of people are afraid to even speak about racism because it's been um, turned into such an uncomfortable topic that honestly keeps (laughs) dividing us from knowledge that can be imperative to everyone succeeding in abundance. So I really feel like this topic is something that everyone can benefit from. And the more that we normalize having topics and conversations around these topics, the more that we'll be able to move forward when it comes to doing healing work around it and also making sure that we're not causing more harm. So the thing about 
um, our ancestors that I think sometimes people forget is that our ancestors are very much and were very much like us. They were human, they had different perspectives, different experiences, and most importantly, they had an emotional range. And that's something that a little that differs a little bit from our spirit guides, you know, especially if you have if you know who your guides are and you know that they are ETs or goddesses or just mythological energy. They don't have that same humanity that our ancestors can totally relate to. So working with our ancestors and having this higher energy that understands exactly what it's like to be human can really support us on our journey as well because it's a perspective that really takes account of all aspects of our lives. And so when we also think about our ancestors and like the mistakes that they can make, it's also important to remember that we can easily make those same or repeat those same cycles and mistakes as well, especially if the root of the issue hasn't been fleshed out and we haven't acknowledged what the root of the issue was in the first place. And so racism and prejudice can definitely be connected to that. I think a lot of times we don't realize how much programming could be passed down generationally. If your ancestors had prejudice against one group and they held onto it and they didn't even really um, dissect why they were holding onto this prejudice, it no, undoubtedly is going to be passed generation by generation by generation until someone decides to confront that programming and to be anti that programming. That's why a lot of language about racism is we're saying it's not a, it's not enough to just not be racist. In fact, by you not striving to be anti-racist, you are racist because it's a programming that's embedded in everything that we do that if you want to be conscious about combating it, you have to be anti that thing which is anti-racist. Um, Rachel Ricketts talks about this in her book, Do Better, which is an amazing dive in, especially with the spiritual lens about the work that we should be doing to combat white supremacy. And again, I think if we are so conscious about programming in other ways, right? Programming when it comes to self-worth and to um, the language that we use about our abilities and our intuition, then we also have to realize that that programming is going to be around human issues as well that have been put in place, not because it's trying to oppress everyone, but because it's trying to oppress the initial magic that that certain people saw and they wanted to push down because they knew that it would create a ripple effect of understanding and abundance and prosperity for more people. So also the thing about this topic in particular is that a lot of people who feel like their ancestry was racist get really uncomfortable about talking about it. And that really 
to a certain extent it's understanding that some people are still going through trauma responses and are still uncertain and unsure about how they're showing up when it comes to these things but to a certain point again it's hurting the collective especially those who have been affected by it the most so I think normalizing having these discussions and um, normalizing not saying the right thing when it comes to these discussions, but being willing to learn and not be defensive is also key. And our ancestors can actually help teach us that because they have been through that experience themselves. And actually in the ancestral realm, a lot of ancestors have had these conversations with each other, especially when they've been trying to heal some aspect of the lineage through the ancestral realm that hasn't necessarily been healed within us, but is being healed in order to so that they can support us on our human journey. So sometimes our ancestors are connecting to the other ancestors that maybe they were prejudiced towards or that they were harmful towards to make amends and to better serve the humans um, in the lineage. So sometimes when you get an inkling of like, this is the work I have to do, it's because your ancestors have been working really hard in the ancestral realm to bring your attention to it because they've also been doing the work. So as you do the work to heal generational traumas, our ancestors are doing it just as much. And they're doing it in a sense to help support us on this journey so we don't feel so alone. And we do have some guidance that will lead us to the right places and to the right path of healing. So I really hope with this retreat to make a safe space for all people to come and heal, but also for all people to be open to having these tough conversations and not allowing the tough conversations to divide us but rather bring perspective and understanding so that we are more prepared to aid each other when the time comes. And it's also knowing that the work is only beginning and the work has a long way to go. But if we just start acknowledging and start being open and start listening and holding space, we are ready, stepping one step closer. And that is all that we could hope for. So it's also understanding that this work, it doesn't go away quickly. It isn't healed quickly. It isn't transformed even quickly what the key transformation is is the strength that you start to feel and the hope that starts to arise and the understanding that I can do this whatever it takes I can do this in a sustainable way 
in a loving way, in a way that puts me first and my healing first. And that's all we can also hope for. So I know this was a quick tap in, but I just really wanted to connect it to my intention and the healing that I know is coming up um, for many of us. And I'm so, so, so thankful for the space to even dive into topics like this. So thank y'all all for being in this space with me. And until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye.